Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Um, my number eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven two six two fifty four. 83. Before the break, I told you that there's breaking news. Uh, major media is just treating it with ho-hum. And, I, and, and I'm, I'm just so saddened by that. But two police officers uh, just recently, today, this afternoon, uh, were shot uh, in Ferguson, Missouri. They were... Uh, it was a traffic stop. They were trying to apprehend a suspect wanted in a homicide, a murder. And uh, when they approached the car, gunfire erupted from the car. Two police officers were shot. Uh, one is in the hospital in uh, very, and I'm quoting, very critical condition. Uh, he was shot in the abdomen. Uh, the office. The other officer was hit in the leg. Is in the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. There are three people in custody, and uh, that's about all we know. It's unclear if the officers return fire. We don't know, but two police officers have been wounded. One in very critical condition. The other with a non-life-threatening. Uh, wound and three suspects um, are in custody. I doubt you will see this on the evening news at all. I doubt you'll see it at all. Nothing to see here, according to the uh, major media. Sad. Uh, then I, I want to get into a story about the PCUSA, the Presbyterian Church USA. But before I get into that, just something I was thinking of during the break. Stephen Breyer, Supreme Court Justice, has announced that he is retiring. Uh, This will give President Biden his very first opportunity to nominate someone to the Supreme Court. Uh, He said on the campaign trail that he would nominate a black woman. Now think about that. That was back on the campaign trail. Why would he say that? One reason, and only one reason, to get votes. It made no indication that it would be the most qualified, someone that, uh, you know, upheld the Constitution. No, black woman. That should tell you a lot about his motive. But anyway, watch the nomination process. If you will think back, all three of the nominees that were nominated by Donald Trump were attacked viciously by the liberal left. People came out of the woodwork. If you'll remember, claims from high school. Remember Kavanaugh? Something that supposedly happened 35 years before in high school. No evidence, no proof, no witness, nothing, zero, zip, zilch, nada. And the liberal left went crazy over that. 
They were vicious, mean-spirited, vitriolic, and they had no proof, no evidence whatsoever. Think of what they did to Amy Coney Barrett. All three of President Trump's nominees were treated like trash. They were treated like dirt. Their names were run through the mud by the Democrats. Watch how the Republicans handle Joe Biden's nominee. You watch. Uh, Will there be opposition? I would hope so, because Biden is going to nominate a far-left liberal. I would hope there's opposition. But I'm going to make a prediction. It will not be the vitriolic, mean-spirited, mud-slinging, reputation-destroying display that we saw from the Democrats. And if I'm correct, just remember that. The difference between the two parties. Just just remember that. All right, now, the head of the Presbyterian Church USA, the PCUSA, and may I say, Presbyterians have a wonderful heritage. Uh, I have visited the graveside of John Knox. It's very difficult to find now, and that's a long story, and I've shared it before. It used to be honored and revered his gravesite in the uh, in the cemetery of St. Giles Cathedral. It's now a parking lot, and even the brass nameplate where he was buried is gone. Nobody's really even sure. Cars are parking on the grave of John Knox. They have obliterated his heritage, his lineage, his memory, and it's sad. Presbyterians have a wonderful heritage, and there are Bible-believing conservative Presbyterians left. But the PCUSA, the Presbyterian Church USA, is so far left, they are absolutely apostate. They are apostate. Here is more evidence. The head of the Presbyterian Church USA has doubled down by calling, quote, the Israeli occupation of the Palestinian territories comparable to slavery. Slavery. Now, I said this a couple days ago. Never give a liberal a Bible. They will destroy it. They will misinterpret it. They will misrepresent it. Never give a liberal a Bible. If this individual... Reverend J. Herbert Nelson II, if he would just read his Bible, he would understand that that land belongs to Israel. God gave it to them. God did. God made a covenant with Abraham, and it's an everlasting covenant. It was not a conditional covenant. It was an unconditional, everlasting covenant. Does the head of the PCUSA care about what the Bible says? Nope. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Who cares? He is trampling underfoot the clear teaching of Scripture. He uh, calls it the same thing as slavery. 
He said, No one who is informed regarding the use of military power and racial bias to control the lives of Palestinian citizens can honestly avoid the truth of this situation. For us in the Presbyterian Church USA, these realities make it imperative that we as Presbyterians find ways to have the necessary conversation with Jews who will talk with us about the real tragedy of the Palestinian struggle. Are you serious? What an ignorant, not only is he an apostate, he is an ignorant apostate. Not only does he not understand the Bible, he has no clue as to what's going on. Let me just ask a question on this Israel-Arab conflict. In Israel, can an Arab vote? In Israel? Sure. Absolutely. There are Arabs in the Knesset. There are Muslims in the Knesset. There are Muslims in the Israeli government. And an Arab living in Israel can vote and basically has all the rights that the Jews do. Turn that around. Can a Jew vote in the Palestinian territory? No. Do they have equal rights as the Arabs? No. Absolutely not. Uh, That should tell you a whole lot about who is being fair to who. The PCUSA has become absolutely apostate. They're the antithesis of biblical truth. And that is sad, again, considering the heritage of Presbyterians It is just unbelievably sad, but unbelievably true. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, I've been waiting for this. Here's the latest update on our option line campaign with Heartbeat International. I told you that I knew we were past our goal, but I didn't know details. I didn't know how much. Well, Now I know the details. Today, I can thank Jacob from Glenford, Aaron from Dublin, and Joel from Columbus. God bless you, Jacob, Aaron, Joel, and because of your generosity, we are now at $8,300. We are $200 over our goal. Our goal was $8,100. We are now at $8,300. First of all, praise God. Praise God. And secondly, thank you. So many of you called or went online and gave. And I am just so, I am just so very, very grateful for your faithfulness 
your generosity and your love for the unborn. Thank you. Now, could we see how much farther we can go? We're over our goal. We're at $8,300. It would be wonderful if we could get to at least $8,500. That'd be another $200. Here's the number. If you have not had the opportunity, the privilege of giving, here it is, 800-999-7408. 800-999-7408 or the word Columbus.com, the word Columbus.com. Keep giving. Yes, we've reached our goal. Praise God. Keep giving. I was just talking about the uh, PCUSA, which sadly, tragically, but truthfully has become apostate. Are there still good PCUSA churches? I honestly don't know. I don't know of a single good Bible-believing PCUSA church. Maybe they're out there. And to be really honest with you, if they are a solid Bible-believing church, what in the world are they doing still in the PCUSA? I had the privilege, oh, it's been over a year ago now, I guess, a wonderful PCUSA church here in the Columbus area left they lost everything. Well, they didn't lose the most important thing. They voted overwhelmingly to leave the PCUSA. They had a beautiful, beautiful building. I mean, gorgeous, in a very nice area of Columbus. I have no idea what that building and property was worth, but it was beautiful. They lost it all to stand for truth. They left the PCUSA, and I had the privilege of preaching there. What a privilege to thank those sweet people for caring more about doctrinal integrity than a building and pews and a pipe organ and and pianos. The PCUSA took everything except the people. And the PCUSA didn't care about the people. They wanted the building. They wanted the property. So, uh, anyway, uh, if there are Bible-believing PCUSA churches, I hope they come out. I hope they come out. And if they lose everything but maintain doctrinal integrity, God bless them. And by the way, God will take care of them. Then, the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, the Catholic Archdiocese of Milwaukee, is stirring quite a bit of controversy. Why? Because they are stating that they actually believe what they're supposed to believe. Yeah, a left-leaning Catholic news source has this headline. Milwaukee Archdiocese takes aim at trans persons in sweeping new policy. Well, the Archdiocese of Milwaukee doesn't have a new policy. They're enforcing Catholic doctrine concerning gender. You're either a man, you're a woman. And we're going to call you a he or a her, she, him. And we're not going to allow puberty-blocking drugs in our facilities. We are going to treat men as men. We're going to treat women as women. That's not radical. That's traditional. It's what the Christian church and the Catholic church has believed for 
centuries. And yet this left-leaning Catholic news source says Milwaukee Archdiocese takes aim at trans persons in sweeping new policy. There's nothing new about it. And here's what's really interesting. It is an eight-page article from the National Catholic Reporter. The National Catholic Reporter is a left-leaning Catholic publication. It is a Catholic publication, but it's left-leaning. They give far, far, far more print and attention to those who disagree with the Milwaukee Archdiocese. And here's the main reason. Uh, People's feelings will be hurt. We're going to hurt people's feelings. People won't like us. People will think we don't like them. Well, excuse me? We're to please God and honor Him, not people. We're to be kind. We're to be compassionate. And by the way, this new policy goes into great depth about we're to treat trans people, homosexual, lesbians with love. We're to treat them with compassion. We just don't cater to sin. But for the left, it is not about truth. It is not about facts. And when it comes to religious issues, it is not about the Bible and what God says. Who cares what God says? We don't want to hurt people's feelings. It's all about emotion. It's all about feelings, whether it's politics, whether it's theology. And um, I'm not a Catholic, but I want to uh, congratulate the Archdiocese of Milwaukee for taking a stand for truth, doing it in a loving way, but in a factual, biblical way. God bless them. But oh my goodness, are they being criticized by the left because they're, because they're proclaiming truth. Today, if you proclaim truth, you're going to pay a price. <laughs>